Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. Today is a very cloudy day and I actually was not planning on recording, but I felt so called to do so. And I'm on my second cup of coffee of the day, so I'm extra excited because as you can tell by the title of today's episode, I'm going to be starting something new. Every few weeks or so, I plan on opening up my podcast as an advice show of sorts, where you guys can send in questions you have or situations you want advice on, and I will answer them here. And I'm calling it Ask D. D is my nickname that my very dear friends call me. And I felt that a very fitting title for this segment of the show because I want you guys to feel like you're in the room with me. Like you were in my office or on Zoom during a session with me and you are telling me about your most recent offset and I'm giving you advice in real time. And so that is also why I'm not scripting any of this. I am compiling all of the questions and advice topics and I am picking them at random from the list as I record and I'm answering from the top of my head just as if we actually were having a conversation in person or you were one of my clients and I was assisting you with this specific issue. To keep it aligned with my profession, I will be basing my answers off of my educational background in ITA energy medicine and psychology, but I will also be integrating a lot of advice that comes from my own past experiences and beliefs. So this idea actually came to me when I was having a conversation with my sister. We were chatting just about life and whatnot, and she told me that I should start giving advice on a broader scale, on a larger scale. And I really loved that idea. I was so honored that she said that because she's someone that her opinion is so important to me. And I thought about it for a few weeks, and the idea really grew on me. So here I am. You can send in questions by DMing me on Instagram or emailing me. Both links will be in the show notes. And today's topics were sent in via Instagram. And I'm really excited to share with you the advice that I have. So I'm just going to start in with question number one and see which question grabs my attention from the list that I have here. Oh, and I didn't ask anyone permission to use their names or anything. So today's episode is going to be anonymous. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it anonymous, but that is what today's episode is going to be like. So question number one, what are your core values in your daily routine? Things you know, if you skip over, you won't feel as aligned spiritually. Wow, I love this question. So there are definitely certain deal breakers I have where I know if I don't do it, my day won't feel as aligned. However, I'm going to preface this by saying that Every day looks different and every day should look different. There is a thing of too much planning, of being too regimented in your routine. Discipline is so valuable, but there can be too much of it and it can become maladaptive at some point. And I say that because that was me. I joined the 5am club after reading Robin Sharma's book, The 5am Club, and I love waking up early, especially before the sunrise, 
But I was so disciplined in waking up early that I actually found myself skipping out on certain social engagements that I actually wanted to go to because they were happening too late on a school night. And I just disagree with that a lot. And I found that there wasn't any reason why I should have skipped events I wanted to go to. I could have slept in a few extra hours. I mean, what's 7am compared to 5am? So yes, there are certain things that I know that if I don't do, I don't feel aligned spiritually. And so those things are mindfulness, whether it's a journaling practice or a meditation or a grounding and anchoring technique, something that anchors me in my body, in the moment. Gratitude is also very important. Do I journal my gratitude down every morning? No. Will I think about things I'm grateful for as I'm getting ready? Absolutely. What you think expands and I have made it a habit to especially in the morning as I'm getting ready, because it is a slower time for me. I do set intentions and I do express things I'm grateful for. Since it's so habitual, I don't really go a morning without doing those things. If I don't, who knows, I may feel really offset or maybe nothing would be different. But I definitely know that taking the time in the morning to be slower and to be more mindful of what's happening in my mind, in my body, in my space That's definitely something that if I don't do, I won't feel as aligned and balanced. Other core values I have for my routine include movement, whether it's yoga or strength training or cardio, moving my body and getting my blood pumping, getting the energy moving in my systems. That is so important to me. I do enjoy morning workouts, but if I can't, if I'm too busy in the morning or if I have a really early start to my day, I can implement movement at really any time. That doesn't really matter to me. Other core values include being intentional with my time and my energy. Those are two resources that are so, so important. And I don't really like to do things just for the sake of doing them or because I will feel bad if I don't because of some limiting belief. So I really try to be intentional with my actions and ask myself why I'm doing certain things and where it's coming from because the result of really anything is a reflection of the intention that propelled you to do that thing, if that makes sense. And so making sure that my whys are always balanced and pure is something that is really important to me, and I don't think I would be as aligned if I just let my habits that stem from limiting beliefs or maladaptive thoughts kind of propel me rather than the opposite. Something Robin Sharma says all the time is, your days are your life in miniature. So what you do in each day should reflect the core values that you have over your whole life. And what he also means by that is that how your days look will reflect how your entire life look. And yes, one bad day or one lazy day really doesn't mean anything and there's so much value in that. But if you wake up and you think of, okay, right now I don't have my entire life ahead of me. Right now I just have the next 24 hours. How do I want to reflect all of the things I love about life and myself and my passions and what I want to do to help and change the world? How can I reflect those things in this day, in this limited time frame? And that mindset shift can be really helpful in propelling you forward and in helping you align your life with what you really want to do and what you're meant to do. There were so many times when I would have more days that felt off than more days where I felt on. And when I heard this quote that your days are your life in miniature, 
that really woke me up. And so I share that with you in case that sparks any ideas on your own core values for your routine. The next question I have here is, have you ever done human design to find your manifestation type? If you have, do you think it works? Do you understand what it means? So short answer, yes. Long answer, not really. So yes, I've done human design to find a manifestation type. I am a manifesting generator. What that means from my understanding of human design is that I don't manifest from something super specific and that I'm kind of a mix between a manifester and a generator. That's really the extent to my knowledge on it. I did do some research into human design in the past, and from my understanding, a very, very basic understanding of human design, is that it's similar to astrology in the sense that it gives you a guide, a manual, a roadmap on how to interpret your own unique energy and systems and abilities and strengths and weaknesses to create a life that is in the most balance and alignment. When I did my human design, I don't remember much about it, but I do remember feeling like it resonated. I do remember finding some things valuable. It's not something that I use all the time or I base my decisions off of, but I do recommend looking into your human design. You plug in the same things as you would find your astrology sign. So that's your birthday, the time, the location. I did think it was very interesting. And I definitely recommend looking into it. I actually am now feeling inspired to do more research about mine. I copied and pasted a bunch of information on a Google Doc. So I'm going to look at that right after I record this um, to kind of refresh in my mind. But yeah, I'm a manifesting generator. And I remember feeling so validated in that, that I don't really manifest from something super specific. And also I'm really fast at manifesting. Like I'm really natural. And so that means I also need to be really careful about the thoughts that I'm thinking and the words that I'm saying because they manifest in my reality rapid fast. The next question I have here goes a little bit deeper and it is, how do you stop feeling uncomfortable in your skin after experiencing trauma? And my heart goes out to this person so, so much. Trauma is something that not only gets stuck in your energetic systems, but also your physical systems as well. And so if you have a lot of offsets energetically stemming from that trauma, your soul will try to communicate those offsets to you through physical discomforts. And so experiencing trauma, especially trauma to the body, is something that sticks with you until you heal it. And so my short answer that isn't very simple on how to stop feeling uncomfortable in your skin is to initiate that self-healing journey. And it may not happen overnight, and it may not be an easy course to take, but it is one that will end up giving you the most relief long-term. So I recommend finding a modality that you feel called to that really resonates with you, whether that is seeing a psychologist, a mental health counselor, finding a form of energy medicine that you think will assist you, whether that be ITA or another modality whether it's something that you want to do on your own for right now through journaling practices or free online courses on how to transmute trauma and get back to a balanced state. My heart goes out to you and my solution that I can give you is to start healing on all levels now. And you can start small, you can start big, but just start your journey of healing. Because if you don't move this energy, if you don't learn the lessons, if you don't purge it from your systems, it is 
it is going to stay there and it's going to continue to present these cycles of offset and discomfort. I healed my trauma using ITA. It's something that assisted me the most in my entire life. I cannot recommend ITA enough, but I understand that everyone is at completely different stages of their evolution and development and that ITA may not be something that they are called to at this time. And so I advise you to just start and also don't be afraid to seek help. There are a lot of free resources out there in the psychology and mental health field. I am wishing you so much, so much luck and so much love. I know you are capable of healing and I know you are capable of feeling comfortable in your body again. I know that to be true. So the next question I have here is, how to trust timing when you overthink and overplan everything. Oh boy, I can totally empathize with this. I used to be the exact same way, super anxious over everything. I had a lists for everything. And I had a really hard time with trusting and surrendering to the divine timing of my life. And so how to trust timing, it really boils down to trusting your life, trusting yourself, and trusting the universe. Because time isn't real. Time is an illusion. Time is something that we experience in our physical bodies on earth, but it is not something that is universal law. And so instead of worrying about the time, start embodying the truths of the universe. That you are abundant. That your thoughts create your reality. That everything is energy. That we are all one. That your life is an expression of your beliefs and the thoughts that live within your subconscious mind. That when you jump, the universe catches you every single time. Those are the truths that you should be fueling instead of feeling like you don't have enough time. Also, since your reality is a reflection of your beliefs, if you believe that these things that you're worrying about will take a long time, if you are stressing and feeling like you don't have enough time, that it's limited, those limiting beliefs and that lack mindset will be reflected back to you through experience. And so if you say, I don't have enough time, I'm so stressed out, it's going to take too long, and you believe it with conviction, then that is exactly what's going to happen. But if instead you take a deep breath, you ground yourself, you ask yourself, okay, that's weird, that's interesting, I'm having these thoughts about time and I'm going to run out of it. Where is this coming from? Is it coming from an insecurity somewhere else? Is it coming from past experiences where I ran out of time and it triggers me now? Where is this coming from? Try to find the root. If you can't, that's okay, but try to find it anyway. But most importantly, reaffirm the positive. Say, I trust the timing of my life. Time is infinite and abundant because the universe is infinite and abundant. I will not run out of time. I have enough minutes in the day to do everything that I would like to do today. But now let's say you're trying to fit too much into your day and you actually do not have enough time. Like there's literally no way you can do all of those things on your list. Okay, why do you have all of those things on your list? Productivity culture and hustle culture can be really maladaptive, especially if you're someone at the emerging adult age between 18 and 25. That is the time when everything is up in the air. Where you live isn't really solid. You're constantly bouncing around with different ideas on career paths, on where you want to live, on who you want to be, on who your friends are, on who your lovers are. And so to then put the pressure on not only finding yourself, but also doing an impossible long list of things, you're really doing yourself a disservice. Because this is the time 
where you really need to align with who you are and give yourself this space and the time to reflect. This is the time to really align with your intuition, to trust it, to learn how it shows you things. Start to receive messages from the universe and your higher self. These are the formative years of your life where you should be focusing on experiences and aligning with your true self, not trying to fit as many things as possible into your day. Another thing you can do if you feel like you don't have enough time or if you do have a lot of work on your plate is to, first of all, calm down. Activate your parasympathetic nervous system by doing abdominal breathing. Go for a little walk. Unplug. Move away from the environment that is stressing you out. And after you feel like you're in a calmer headspace, I want you to communicate with the universe in whatever form that looks like for you. And I want you to say, universe, please take some things off my plate today. There's no way I can get this, 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 and this done. I'm going to focus on these two things or these three things or whatever it is. Universe, can you please handle the rest of this list for me? Because I want to have a balanced, aligned, joyful life. I don't want to feel stressed and crammed all the time. And so I cannot handle all these things on this list. Universe, please take these things off my plate. Or help me manage them in a way where I don't feel stressed or it doesn't take too much time. I actually had to do that recently because I am in university and I'm taking a lot of classes that are upper division levels. So there's a lot of coursework that needs to get done well. And I came up against a week where I had what seemed like an unbearable amount of exams. I had four tests within two days and it was coming off of a week where I had a bunch of projects and also a lot of things in my social life that I couldn't miss. I was also in the hospital for something. So that was an entire day where I couldn't do any work. And instead of stressing out, like my past self totally would have done, like anyone in my position is totally justified in feeling a little stressed. Instead, I sat down, I did a little meditation to ground myself, and I said, universe, help me find a way. That's all. Help me find a way. I didn't say any negative thoughts. I didn't say, oh my gosh, this is impossible, and my entire Wednesday was ruined because I was in the hospital, and how am I supposed to get all this done? Or start frantically emailing professors about like excuses as to why I need an extension. Nope. I did not give any attention or energy to any negative thoughts around this. I just said, universe, help me find a way. Well, two of those exams were moved out of the blue for what seemed like no reason. One professor had a technology problem. Another professor said he didn't want to have it this week for some reason. I think he wanted to finish the notes of a different topic first or they were, we were behind. I don't know the exact reason, but Two of those exams were moved to completely different days too. So it's not like I had two days that were really stressful with exams. They were spaced out, what I would say, perfectly. And aren't I glad I didn't waste all of that energy stressing out? I took a leap of faith. I said, universe, help me out. And the universe did. So that is my advice to you if you're feeling overwhelmed or like you don't have enough time. One, relax. Time isn't even real. Two, Figure out why you're feeling like you don't have enough time. Is it expectations you're putting on yourself? Is it a limiting mindset around time? And number three, ground and ask the universe for assistance because she will listen and she will help you out. Okay, so I'm going to answer one more question because I do like to keep my episodes on the shorter side. And the question is, how do you adjust to a balanced routine after being thrown off? Okay, I really like this question. First, I want to touch upon a balanced routine. Balance is the key to life. I mean, I have a whole episode on this. 
having a balanced mindset, body, expectations, routine, those are the key to aligning with your higher self. That is the key to feeling joyful and peaceful all of the time. And so how to adjust to a balanced routine? I would say the first thing to do is to figure out your priorities, your values, your philosophies on life, and to list them in in order of most important to least important to you. And when you think about your day, make sure you hit your priorities. One of my priorities is family. It doesn't matter how much work I have to do. I do not want to neglect my loved ones. So I make sure I do not neglect my loved ones and maybe I don't do as well on an assignment or maybe I don't get everything I wanted to get done today because I really want to spend that meaningful, deep time with the people that I love most in the world. And so figure out your core values and your priorities in life and then structure your day around those and everything that doesn't make the list, you should not stress about. It's not one of those priorities. It doesn't fit in one of those categories. And so it's allowed to fall to the wayside. A lot of offsets and a lot of feeling stuck or not aligned with who you really are, a lot of that comes from not prioritizing your priorities. You have them and you know, okay, yeah, these are my core values in life, but you're actually not implementing them or you're not giving enough time and energy to those things because you have a lot of limiting beliefs around what you're expected to do. Don't think so much. Go with what feels right. And you know what not feeling balanced feels, right? That's why you ask the question, how how do you adjust to a balanced routine? It's because you've experienced balance before. It feels so good. And you've experienced imbalance. It does not feel good. Maybe you're tired or stressed or you just feel off or maybe you feel really sluggish and heavy. And when you're balanced, you feel energized. You feel light. You feel grateful and you feel bliss. Those are the things that you want to move towards. So while you're going throughout your day, if you start to feel those lower emotions or feeling offset physically, when you start to have those things bubble up, stop, pause, and ask yourself, why? What am I not giving enough attention to? Am I not prioritizing my priorities? And then readjust. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break now. Or I'm going to go for a walk in nature. Or I'm going to call one of my friends or my mom. I haven't checked in with her in a bit. And then once you start to feel better, you'll realize, oh, okay, that was what I needed to do. And that's really valuable information to take with you moving forward. Gaining those insights, gaining that evidence of what is and is not balanced for you. And so how to adjust to a balanced routine. If I were to give concrete advice, first, I would say journal out some ideas of what balance looks like to you and also what balance feels like for you. List that all out in a journal. And then I want you to brainstorm some ideas of what a perfect day would look like, a perfect balanced day, like something you'd aim for. And obviously, that's not something you can have every single day, but having like the A++ gold star version of your day that's completely balanced to a T, I mean, shoot for the moon for even if you miss, you land among the stars, right? So create that list, create that day, and then every day that you wake up, try to make that day look as much like your perfectly balanced day as possible. And just see what happens. And maybe you need to readjust. Maybe you're like, yeah, I really overshot what I thought I could do. Now let me rejournal what balance really means. Or, oh, okay, so working out every day, I thought it was what was balanced for me. But actually it's not. It adds a lot more stress to my life. Maybe just going for walks four times a week is something that 
helps me feel like I'm moving my body but doesn't take up too much time and stress. Okay, now I'm going to make a new perfect day. I mean, as you go through life, you're constantly evolving. So what feels like balance for you now may not be what balance is like five months from now or a year from now or even a few weeks from now as we're constantly evolving and changing and entering and exiting new cycles. And so also be easy on yourself. Any pressure you are feeling is pressure that you are putting on yourself, which means you have the ability to take that pressure off. No one is forcing you to do anything. You have so much autonomy and so much free will. And if you're trying to find balance again after being thrown off, then being patient with yourself and managing your expectations is something that's even more important. Because think about it, your systems were just thrown off, your mind was just thrown off, maybe your circadian rhythm was thrown off, maybe jet lag or whatnot. And so be patient with yourself. Give yourself extra time to rest, to sleep, to meditate, to do the things that bring you back into balance. So maybe go a little more one way and then pull back as you readjust. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. And that wraps up episode one of Ask D. If you liked this advice giving style and want to have your own question featured, then DM me on Instagram with the title Ask D and Ask Away. I'm going to take all of those things, all of the questions and situations, I'm going to put them in a Word document. And then as I record, I'm going to find one that I feel really called to answer on the spot. And then I'm going to give advice based off of my life experiences and my education in psychology and ITA energy medicine. I really, really enjoyed today's episode. I had so much fun. It really felt like you guys were in the room with me and that I'm really having a conversation. And so I really hope that that came across through the audio. And I'm so excited to get more questions. I'm thinking I'll make this a monthly thing, so maybe every three or four weeks or so. And yeah, please let me know any thoughts and please feel free to give any feedback you have. I am so open to suggestions and I always love having conversations with you guys about past episodes and about ideas for future episodes. So with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic and I will talk to you soon. Bye!